even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. Start us off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So we're doing ah. the Wednesday night smarks. Uh, this is where we shoot, review NXT and AEW against each other. And uh, remember, it's just our opinions. And if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourselves. Um. Now, uh, let's open this up with the ratings. And goddamn. <laughs> um. So okay. So AEW got. Uh, 900,000 995,000 in viewership of 0.45 in the demo coming in second uh, losing to Leo Rush because uh, uh, Leo Rush the what one number one was the challenge and Leo Rush is in the challenge oh. the cha- uh, do you remember Road Rules? yeah you remember Real World? yeah the challenge is those two shows together and they do Obstacle courses against each other, and shit like that. Interesting. Okay. Um, I don't remember Leo Rush being a part of any of that stuff. Mm, I, I wouldn't know, that. but because I don't watch those shows. But uh, yeah, so Leo Rush uh, basically beat everything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so AEW came in second. He came in first for men's, second in overall. Uh, big, huge. Uh, NXT did a six. Uh, 659,000 I believe they came in 27th I didn't write that I, I, I they did a point one seven for the night um, yeah uh, this was good this is a good win for AEW yeah but I mean but what but what that should kill Neil on the show people wanted to watch that they brought Sting back for ratings so my, my only problem is they're they're getting these high ratings because they're using... Like, people aren't watching AEW for the matches. I think they're watching it for who's going to be on the show. Like a ratings grab. Well, well no, that, it's a viewership grab. Is that fair? Game. Yes. Because that's how you promote a show. How you... you know, no one's going to yeah, turn the rest, on a so show. The is set, so, the, so they're getting their ratings because of, of all the ratings grab stuff, not because of stuff going on in the ring. Hopefully that's, like, that's what they can keep the the ratings for. That that's my that's, that's well that's what that's why I said you know I don't really care about this number. I want to see what they do next month. Right. Next month after the the new shows yeah, all that no, shit. They, I want to see what happens. They have to start bringing in celebrities like not, like they're doing their New Year's Eve special. Yeah. And they're having Snoop Dogg on it. Yeah. Of course they're gonna draw over a million. They have him on commentary. Yeah. Well, dude, that's that's the thing here. That's the show. That's what putting on a show is. You right. gotta get people to watch the show, you know. Just putting on a wrestling show is not gonna do it. It's not gonna do it. It's just not gonna do it. You gotta entertain people, right? You but they, so and you gotta bring in. They, they brought get, in Sting. They, they brought high, in the laps. They get high ratings. Yeah, for gimmicky stuff, not because of stuff going on in the ring. The wrestling stuff is secondary to them. 
No, it's not yeah. secondary. But they're bringing in people who, one, were not watching the show, are now watching the show, and hopefully stay for the rest of the stuff. That's the problem. Yeah, it's good. not like the, the Shaq thing or the Sting thing or the Kenny... Well, that's different. It's not like those things overtook the show. You know? They were small segments. Now, I would say you're right if they weren't, um, you know, steady throughout the night. They were steady. In the upper 900,000 into the millions. Millions. You know, upper like 1.2 millions or something like that. Throughout the night. You know, they didn't dip low once the Sting segment was, you know, done. People stayed and continued watching the show throughout the night. If you look at the quarter, the yeah. quarterly hours. Was that because it was going on in the ring? Or was that because they wanted to see Van Mel show up? See, because people that. are interested. That's the whole. That's what you got to do to put on a show. If you just do a wrestling show, just a wrestling show, no one's going to watch it. But my, you got to get but people into no it. Pro, then here's my problem then. Tell me I'm wrong. If I'm wrong. But didn't AEW say when they first started, they were going to be about wrestling. They were going to change the world. They were oh, going to be the best again. wrestling in the world. And then they got to do they got to do celebrity shit and bring back these old school guys for, for ratings grabs instead of putting on a wrestling show. So they're doing they're doing basically what they said they weren't going to do. But they are putting on a wrestling show. They, it's not like they took out wrestling just right, so they could do all this stuff. Right, but they gave me high ratings not because of the wrestling, because of everything else they're doing. It's it's a bit of both because the Kenny stuff got high ratings too. Sting is wrestling stuff. You know, I don't know why you're taking them out of wrestling stuff. The only <laughs> thing that was not wrestling stuff was Shaq. But he, he's a wrestling thing, but he wasn't brought in because the wrestler was brought they in. They brought in to bring in those lapsed WCW viewers. A know? ratings grab. But they're trying to bring in viewers. That's the whole point of putting and on the show. now I'm hearing they're going to put... They, they, there's talk that he's actually going to wrestle. We don't know that yet. We'll see. I hope not. But regardless of that, you put on a show to get viewers. You don't just sit down and be just, all right, let's just put these two to fight. And that's it. You got to create buzz. This creates buzz. This is palpable fucking buzz. And, and it won. It won last week where they were number one. And it won this week. And when their viewerships went up from that, you know, and it's going to go down for sure, but there's, there's a wave and I think it's going to be a wave. They're going to be up and down. And then hopefully the big thing is, is that they retain. That's what I hope is after like maybe a few weeks of this, that they stop. Let this tell the stories more now instead of doing, uh, why is well, our kids school calling um, you know that the, you know, because it kind of feels like Crash TV, right? This week, I mean, I'll, I'll allow it for this week because it was the follow up to last week. You know, basically, it's a pay per view follow up. Um, but after this week, I want to see them tell more stories and shit like that. You know, um, this so basically, week, you're kind of agreeing with me without agree without straight up agreeing with me, but. Yes, because if you do this too much, you're going to burn out people. See, and that's my problem. Let's say AW did this last couple of weeks. They got the high ratings. Yeah. If they stop doing it, people might stop watching it. They're only watching well, it. Well, they're going to wave out. But then they'll bring it. They'll do it again. Like they said, they're going to do more of these special shows. They're already, you know, we'll talk about more that they talked about here on this episode. You know, if they're able to do a smart where they can do it, do big shows. You know, and then follow up consecutive, like, you know, do a big show and then do a big show the following week. And then maybe tell the stories a few weeks later. 
the you know the viewerships will die down a little bit. Hopefully they can retain. That's the idea here. They have to retain, you know. And um, the the good thing here, the good sign here was that they did a big um, rating last week, and they did a better one this week. You know, last week they did the pay per view style show, right? And they retained and did more this week. You know, which is usually not the sign. Usually, you know, like if you look at NXT, they do a big show. They do a big number, and then the, immediately the following week they drops. Cause, yep. Yeah, because NXT will do that big that big show that one week. Then the next week they go back to their regular show. They they don't keep they don't keep trying. They do the special show because they want to do the special show. But they but then the following week they say, like, okay, you know, we gave you a special show. Now we want you to come back to watch what we really do. But and they don't. Ab- they yeah. don't do that. The problem is they AEW don't. is like, we're going to give you this special show, but next week we're going to give you a more special show. We're going to bring Sting back. We're going to have Shaquille O'Neal on the show. Well, the that's, that, we're that's gonna have, called the follow-up, week after that, the week after that, we're going to have Snoop Dogg on the show. That's the, the, that's the special event show they're talking about. You know? And you then talk- the, Shaquille, the Sting thing, that's the follow-up. You know, he was on this show for a reason, on the, the pay-per-view style one, the Winter is Coming. And then this week you do the follow-up. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. NXT should do bigger shows the following to follow Hot Halloween Havoc to follow their Great American Bash you know do a bigger show retain those viewerships you know but then they become like here's the problem if NXT let me tell you if NXT did that oh they're just like Raw Smackdown they're doing, they're doing stupidity to get ratings grab but they, they, they don't get accused of being like Raw Smackdown they already are being accused of being like Raw and Smackdown they're doing a lot of that shit anyway you know with the gimmicks and all that stuff, and the weird booking, um, but you know, do it smart. You know, tell the stories. You know, which they're doing here with AEW. They're telling stories. You know, wasn't like you know Shaquille O'Neal was teased weeks ago, and he wasn't even on the show yet, and then here he is doing the speech because it's it's a follow up. It's not like they just say Shaquille O'Neal. You know. You know, this wasn't like like out of nowhere. They never, what, but why are they bring him in anyway? To kill O'Neal? Yeah, for ratings. Yeah, because he's popular. But that's how you build a show. But you you know, got to get viewers. And now again, the idea is to retain them. That's the problem. That's and what they, they got to try to do. Hopefully, I, the rest of the show will be able to do that. You know, that's what they got to do. That and that's and then they're doing and that's working with Shaquille O'Neal. They the got problem. the viewership and. They're hopefully they can retain that. The problem with the AEW has right now is nothing. It's not their fault. The problem they have is they're not. They're not. They're not a household name. They're not. Don't they? The only reason they, the the only household names they have on this show right now are Jericho and Moxley, and they brought in Sting. Those are the household names, like mm-hmm. the names that that, that non wrestling fans would know. Mm-hmm. They have to, and the reason they're bringing it, like they're bringing Shaq, because they want to become more of a household name. Until they become a household name, like WWE is, they're gonna have to keep doing this. Well, again, they have plans to do more of these. They already said that, and in this show, they announced other ones. They're gonna do other big shows and other surprises, other special guests. But that's how you build a show. Yeah. I don't see them doing the big things and then getting rid of wrestling. No, no, no! no. Yeah. I, I never thought they were gonna do that. The the big things they do build the wrestling, you know, 
Like Shaquille O'Neal is building to a match, whether it's with between Brandy and oh, Gar- Carter, oh, whatever yeah. it is, it's building to something. It's not just Shaquille O'Neal's on there doing commentary or something. He's there to build Car- Jade Cargill and Brandy and or some mixed tag or whatever they're going with with this, and do that. You know, and people want people want to see it. You know, obviously because his his segment did a huge number. You know, and it was so bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it was, wasn't offensive or anything. It, like it wasn't offensive, but it was nothing like uh, I could do without it. Uh, it was. It wasn't bad. Uh, it, was, it was short and everything. It wasn't like some bad thing. Um, wasn't Ember Moon. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't great. Yeah, I could have did it without it. Um, I really. I'm like, look, I'm sorry. I don't want to see Shaq in the ring. Well, again, we if don't know... Heading, if that's what the direction they're heading in, I don't want to see that. Again, we That's WCW circa 1990 shit. Okay, again, we don't know if they're doing that. Uh, and even this didn't even build towards that. It built towards Jay Cargill versus Brandy. You know? Which I think is the main thing they're focusing on here, is building up Jay Cargill using Shaq. I hope so. Um, and, but still... It, 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 it's building up to stuff you know the sting is building up to stuff you know and then the, whatever they did with Impact and Kenny Omega is building up to stuff that's all it is it's big shows big stuff but it's building and they're telling stories with it you know um so yeah so huge win uh again I don't I, I know they did a 1.7 in the Eight, uh, NXT did 1.7 but I'm not sure I think they came in 27 or some shit um Raw the, yeah that was the other conversation you know Dynamite did a 0.45 and um Raw did a 0.51 so is that that weekly or no or what like travel up to nipping at the heels of Raw you know and, and getting that 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 demo from Raw. Um, and, and until they're going head-to-head, now, I mean, there's not a slight on anybody at this point, and until they're going head-to-head, nobody's nipping at anybody's heels. Because they're, they're not going head-to-head. No, that doesn't matter. We're, we're looking at the viewerships here. and the, the, the Again, the viewerships, until they're going head-to-head, the viewerships don't matter. The fact that Raw AEW is nipping on the heels of Raw or SmackDown and Jewship until they're going head to head, it doesn't matter. It does. No, it does. Yes, it does. Because How? then you have AEW doing as good as Raw and SmackDown. Okay, See, and going up, or you got Raw and SmackDown going down. But they, but they're not going head to head. Regardless, so that's they, if you want to talk about versus. I'm not talking about like who would win the night. I'm just saying who is getting more viewers. And keep on going up, and who's getting less viewers, and it keeps going down. You know, and AW keeps getting more viewers and going up, steadily and slowly. Sure, well, steadily and slowly, Raw and SmackDown are getting going down. You know, yeah, it, and it sucks. I mean, NXT should be getting better ratings than they do because they're they're basically WWE's third brand. Yeah, and the NXT problem is they're not they're not treated like that. Yeah, and NXT, yeah, like we've said this before, they're stuck in the mud right now. Yeah, you know. And see, this is where he came back, uh, Pentagon. And then he goes, super kick. And then he does other stuff. Anyway. Um, now, I just want to see NXT ratings 
match what they do in the ring. Like the the shows are great. NXT puts on a great show every week. Not every they put on good shows every week. The ratings don't don't reflect that. Yeah, and they should. They're a WWE brand. The ratings should be better. Yeah, yeah. And that's WWE, and that is Vince McMahon's fault because he never pushed and he didn't push NXT as a legit third brand. He, they could have had a presence at Survivor Series somehow. I I think, and I've heard other people say this, so it's not like an original thought, but I think. I think he's done with their experiment. You know? Like, he did it last year, right? You know? Well, I heard that he didn't do NXT in Survivor Series because of the COVID outbreaks and NXT. He was trying to keep everybody separate. That's possible, but I think now... I think it's really he's done with their experiment. Because it didn't work. You know? AEW still beating him in the ratings and all that stuff. It it worked for a little bit, and then it was done. You know? Why does that... Hold on. I, I gotta stop why does that doctor look like a supervillain? Because he probably is. He's got the white coat with the yeah. mask. He looks like he's a fucking villain. Yeah, he's like talk, an evil scientist. Uh, he looks like an evil scientist, yeah. and, and, one, and like and, and like a like a bad a bad spy movie. Yeah, look at him. Yeah, you ain't wrong. <laughs> anyway, um, so oh, here comes the head boss now. Yeah. So, what was I saying? But the um, Survivor Series. Oh yeah, so yeah, so so I think he's done with the experiment of NXT. Like now they're just there just to cut AW off. And I hate that. Yeah. That's a, that's a slap in the face to the people in NXT, the talent I, in NXT. That's a complete slap in yeah, the face. Yeah, because if you look, they're not involved. They weren't involved in Survivor Series. Right. They weren't involved in the draft. They weren't involved in the draft. Thankfully. Which, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, let's say, yeah. For our personal thing? thing, yes, thankfully, but for the brand, it's it's a bad thing. They're not involved in um the, 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 the not the Smizzies, that's ours. What's their score? The Slammies. They're not involved in the Slammies this year. Usually they were. But you know why? Because if they were involved, they would win every fucking Slammy. Yeah. So they're not involved. It's just Raw and SmackDown now involved. They, the NXT is basically WWE's Oof. indie brand. I'm not gonna say we're not gonna say developmental anymore. Yeah, they're basically WWE's indie show. Yeah, it's it's their impact. It's their it's their wrestling show. Yeah. Raw and SmackDown, um, NXT is their wrestling show mm-hmm. with a little bit of entertainment in it just to keep you interested. SmackDown is kind of 50-50. More entertainment than wrestling, but NXT, SmackDown's got some good wrestling. And Raw's just an entertainment show. With uh, a little bit of wrestling sp- sp- splattered in there. Yeah. For color. Rewind that, you gotta see that one. Like 10 seconds. See, this is why we can't watch wrestling. Sorry, it, it's Vikingo. He's one of the best out there right now. See, uh, we gotta apologize. Yeah. We shouldn't watch wrestling that we've never seen before. Yeah. The, the, normally, what we do is we put wrestling that we've seen already just so we have something background noise, yeah. basically. We're watching something I've never seen before, and Frank keeps stopping me to look at something. We, ba- we basically have the attention span of squirrels here. So when we're, when we're talking about wrestling and watching wrestling, it, look at this, look at this, watch this. This Viking girl going against one of the mercenarios. Look at this. He does this crazy-ass hurricane runner. He's scared about it, too. Wow. He, you know what? He's one of the best out there. But you got to give the, the mercenario guy credit. Because he barely hit that. Oh, yeah. Like, his legs were nowhere where they should have been. That dude had to move to sell that move. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, I just... It sucks for NXT. 
Cause they they you could tell everybody that's there mm-hmm. is passionate. Even Damian Priest came out this week and said when he first started the Leon Ruff storyline, he wasn't invested in it. I heard about that, yeah. But he got invested in it because yeah. everybody made it work. Gargano made it work. I wouldn't say that, but okay. But he he <laughs> got he got invested in it. Yeah, like he worked his way. He started realizing, you know what? I got to do this best for the for what we're doing. Yeah, I feel bad because everybody in NXT busted their ass every week. Yeah, they work hard. Those the wrestlers, the guys, and the girls in the ring, they work their asses off. Yeah, and WWE is gives them like no support. It sucks. They should be pulling in raw type numbers. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They should. Yeah. I mean, they should. It, I know. I. I don't want it to happen because it's. I don't want them to be that big thing, you know. Because then they would. Then Roman would be there, you know. But CM Punk would be there. They should know? be pulling in those big numbers based on what they on what they're doing now. Like but they, they have to create stars, and they can't. Like big stars. The problem is all their stars are indie stars. Like, the, all their stars are the, are the people that were big. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, you gotta... That was nice. Yeah. You have to um, build them up to become big stars. The last person I can recall that they've ever really done that with was Sami Zayn. You know? He became big there. Right. You know? Maybe Neville. But, which was basically around the same time. Well, you guys, if you want to go way, way back, you got to look at the Shield. But they, they became were, big stars when they were here at, and in Raw and SmackDown. When, no, when well, they, they were formed. Used. Well, they were kind of. They like liked what Rollins they were doing. Was there. like he was the first NXT champion. Yeah. So he was kind of a star in NXT. No, he was a star then, but I'm saying like, they they don't transcend, you know. Right. You know, Sami Zayn transcended to the point where they they wanted him there. They, he needed to be at the big. The big show, right, right, right. You know, you know, Seth and Dean Ambrose and um, Roman, they were brought up because CM Punk wanted them brought up, you right. know, or whoever it was, you know, and or you know Chris Hero initially, you know, and CM Punk wanted to use them and and remember there was that whole secret, you know, no one know who they were working for, yeah, you know, but it was CM Punk at the end. Spoilers, um, <laughs> <laughs> six uh, year old, six year spoilers, yeah. So you know it's. You know, they became a star through that, you know? And then everything else they did after that, you know? The, yeah, the last real big stars I, I can remember them creating would be Sami Zayn and possibly Neville, you know? And Neville got cut off at the knees from the start. Remember, they almost made him into a Mighty Mouse guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And he's like, I'm, screw you guys, I'm going home. Yeah. He, pulled, he pulled Eric Cartman. He's like, screw you guys, I'm going home. Yeah, he, he did the, the old took your ball and went home. yeah. yeah. See, the problem NXT had when they first got went to USA Live and went to AEW, they basically became Raw Light. Like, they became a Raw show. Yeah. They became a, like, a, look, just like Raw SmackDown, so people didn't take them seriously. Oh, this is another Raw SmackDown. If they, had, if they had debuted opening night and just kept the same show, like, didn't change anything, we might be having a different conversation today. About where not, not not about the ratings part, about where NXT stands in yeah. terms of the hierarchy of of raw brands. Yeah, if they had just stayed, kept the show exactly the same. Yeah, just extended it to two hours, add a couple more matches. You know, I put one or two little segments in there, like the Johnny Gargano stuff they they're doing, with it, stuff like that. Nothing crazy, but entertaining. No zombies. <laughs> right, like you know. I don't even mind like the characters in NXT. Yeah. 
Because that, that's how you build up. That's how you try to build people up. You see what we're... Like, look, Trevor Lee... But that's the problem. Right. They're not... If they're not developmental, what are they trying to build this guy up for? You know? Like the and only, then all of a sudden change their character to The only else. guy that... Like I said, I like Trevor Lee. His character actually works. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong, really, with his characters. It's how they treat him and what they put him in. The character's fine. It's just a, a southern guy. The, right. Hillbilly, you know? He's a redneck. Yeah, he's a redneck. It's just, they decided to put him in a scary movie. She's hot. Yeah. One talking? Yeah, both She's of them. She's hot. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but, um, the Dexter Loomis character, I can do without. Yeah. But again, it's 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 what they put him in. You know? They decided to treat him as a serial killer from a bad movie. Right. And that's wrestling. You know what I'm saying? And then they do bits where he's popping up magically out of nowhere. Right. Behind people and shit like that, you know, it's and, just how they do it. And, you know? and that, I think I think we mentioned on the show before what annoys us about that is that he's great in the ring. Yeah, he he's could re- transcend. That dude is an Adonis, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he can be, I can see him transcending. I can see him being big because he has a look, he has a presence, he has moves. He needs a better character. Shave the mustache. Yeah. Or grow a beard out. Or One of the two. I like think they, you, I, or both, because you know he could be a baby face with the without the thing, and then be a right a with the thing, and then and just become a regular wrestler. Yeah. And it, look, if you want to do something stupid, and it'll be something that Vince would probably love. Because if you want to do something a, stupid, like he had to go into a mental hospital to get away from that, then you bring him back as a serious wrestler. If you got to do something stupid to get him out of that, rather than just take him off TV, I don't need continuity. Just take him off TV. I'm just saying it's hard. <laughs> I'm just saying, if, if this is Vince McMahon we're talking about. Yeah, I know. If you want to do something stupid to change his character, do something stupid, just bring it back as a real wrestler. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This would be like when uh, Devil, uh, the Devil Masimi uh, did that powerbomb to uh, Suzuki, I think her name was. You you shared the video. That, oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the story of that is when, because that was a... Real bump, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so what they did with that wrestler was, you know, after she came back, she came back as a comedy uh, wrestler. And the idea was that that bump hit her so hard that she just became loony. <laughs> I would, honestly, actually, that would work. Because you could you could have Dex Loomis take like a, like a serious quote-unquote bump, take him off TV for three months, and he comes back, <laughs> And he doesn't even know who Dexter Loomis is. He's like, and he'd be like, why did I call me Dexter Loomis? I don't get it. That's not my name. My name is this. You do that Sam for, Shaw. Whatever. Yeah. You do that for like a month and eventually he just becomes the new character. Yeah. Okay. Something. Anything. Yeah. Um, let's move on because we're still stuck in the beginning. We haven't even started. This is the I main know. event. We haven't even started the show. Because we, we're passionate. We're passionate. Yeah, we love we're this passionate. stuff. All right, who started last week? You did. No, I didn't. Okay, okay. so I'm going to start off this week. Just give me a second to get to my notes. The show opened up with a recap of War Games like they always do. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, sometimes they have the opening, like the actual opening opening, but this week they went with the recap of War Games. Oh, yeah, because they got that new opening opening. Right. Yeah. But I like, I, I, I prefer when they do the recap. Yeah, I like it. And I think doing... it should be that because, you know, if you're getting new viewers and shit. Right. So it opened up Ballers in the ring already. He's already in the ring. Oh, yeah. Finn Balor, you know, the prince. Best line. He, op- he opened up. He's like, captains, factions, bragging rights. Pfft, not interested. Um, it's Wednesday and the champ is back. 
Champion is back. In other words, he's saying, I'm back. You know, now he's ready to start a storyline now. Yeah. His delivery is so horrible. But I, I liked it. I thought it was awesome. Like, like champion? <laughs> I know. He's just, nah, he's nah, just, nah. He, it just sounds like he's reading. I, lo- I loved it. Or a script or something. I thought it was awesome. I loved it. I hated this this whole thing, though. Oh, I loved it. This whole thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just interruption after interruption. But I like it. Pete, Pete Dunn comes out. Why is Pete Dunn looking like he's orange? Oh, he's a good He's a tanner. He's, he's got the Trump tanner thing going on. Yeah. It's that, that spray can that everyone uses. Yeah. He comes out saying, you know, he goes, look, we're cut from the same cloth. We both came from overseas. He goes, on. Kyle Riley comes out. Kyle Riley goes, 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 he goes, you're still a champ. He goes, and he goes, you, you, you know, you had to drink to a straw for a couple months. He goes, well, technically, you did beat me. But did you really? <laughs> like, the way he's saying, like, you beat me, but did you really win? And then, um, Damien Priest comes out talking, talking. To interrupt him. Right. Another interruption. But I like how they, they start jawing at each other. And he goes, aren't you paid to do this? Go, baby, aren't you paid to be Pat McAvee's, take pair of Pat McAvee thing? Like, yeah. um... Who was it? Aren't um, you, it was Kyle Riley, aren't you paid to win matches? You haven't done that in a while. Yeah. <laughs> they, did just go, they just go back. They're and bickering. And Pete Dunne, didn't Pete Dunne go like, aren't you the geezer that didn't that lost to Leon Ruff? Or yeah. Something like <laughs> and, and, and Kyle Riley, like, oh, aren't you the geezer that lost to Leon Ruff? Like, like, it, it was fun. And, I, and like, Finn Balor just walks away. He's like, you know, I'm the champion. Like, I don't got to deal with any of this. I'm the champ. And then like, and Priest's like, wait, we go champ. Goes, where are you going? And he goes, one of you guys are going to... I'm defending the title of New Year's Eve one of you guys goes, that's up for William Regal's inside. Yeah. I don't know. It's... One, I love I loved this segment. I, I thought this was great. I thought it was dumb. Like, one, why is Damon Priest even bothering? Like, how is he getting a title shot? He's not. We'll find out later he's not. But he will. Um, and, uh... So, like, why is he even there? You know, if he's not gonna get a shot, you know. And then as pre as um Finn Balor's on the ramp, Scarlett comes out. Yeah, looking hot. How oh, she did look better. Usually, I don't like the way they have her looking, but this looked uh, very good. Well, I like how she's walking around him and Finn and He goes, he goes. Let me guess. Tick tock. Yeah. you tell you you tell your boy when he's ready. He goes, I'm wait. I'm 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 ready. And then as, as, as she's walking away, Damien Priest goes, you go, before you go, I got a question. It goes, you always leave you always leave him in the car where you take care of business? Something like that. Well, I wrote down exactly what you said. He's like, hey, Smoke Show, before you go, I got to ask, do you, usually, do you usually tell your boy to wait in the car where you take care, handle his business? So they're setting up that, which we'll see later on. Yeah, I didn't like any of it. I thought One, this was like, great. They shouldn't have started the show with this. I, I, I like this one against Bucks and TXQ. You know, like you're gonna lose viewers with this. I do you know? lose pe- viewers like you. I thought it was great because it set up the next. It set up. It can happen after the first match. You didn't have to do this here. You know, and it's that usual WWE stuff where everyone has to interrupt everyone, and but, it's a train of interruptions. I liked it. Look, like, I thought it was cool because you're setting up who's going to be the next contender. Because right now, Finn Balor doesn't have a number one contender. Okay. So who's in line to get the contender? Everybody everybody feels like they have a shot. Everybody feels like Kyle Riley's like, goes, you beat me, but you didn't did you really win. I mean, don't win, I don't get a Damian Priest. But Pete Dunne's like, you know why? He goes, and Pete Dunne has a claim. He's like, I'm the longest ran NXT UK champion. Hmm. He has a claim. He goes, I was a champ for a long time. 
The longest he could have said, I don't know if he, if he did say it, if he will, I was the longest reigning champion of the modern era. Goes, I deserve it. Like everybody except for the outside of Damian Priest at the moment has a claim to that title. Has a reason why they should be number one contender. I, I guess. I mean, like Pete Dunne was a longest running champion for another quote unquote promotion. Another brand. Another brand. NXT. He was the NXT champion. He was the NXT brand. It was NXT. UK brand. Yeah, but it's NXT, NXT UK. It's a different title. You know? Like, does that? It's still a WWE title. Yeah, but does that include you to be in the running for another title? I'm and sorry. that was a while ago. I'm sorry. I kind of want to see Pete Dunne. I'm Ballard. not. Yeah, of course. But I think there's a better way to build it up to it other than. Well, he was they, a champion before. Well, what they're doing next week, they're having a number one contenders match between Pete Dunne and Kyle. Yeah, another one of those. So that's great. That, yeah. I mean, that, that's fine. I mean, Finn Balor's going to defend a title. His first title, he's got to defend a title. He hasn't defended O'Reilly, I understand more. And I'd rather see that. Tell you the truth. I kind of I, I kinda want to see Pete Dunne. I think that would be great. Not yet. I will be great, but not yet. I don't want to see it yet. Well, I'm going to talk about that. I'll talk about that later. What, what, what I, I'll talk about that. What I want to see him do with Pete Dunne, I want to see him win the title and have that type type of ring to have the UK belt. Like, I'm Pete Dunne. I'm, UK, I'm the champ. You can't beat me. Yeah. I want Pete Dunne to have the UK ring with the NFT title. He yeah. holds it for a really long time. And just to beat, to beat everybody in front of him. Yeah. He did with the UK title. Why can't he do it with this title? UK title didn't mean anything to them. I want to see him do it. It'll be cool. I'm not Imagine saying the prestige yeah. the NXT title have. You have one guy holding it for over a year and nobody beats him. Yeah, that'd be cool. But it would be. I'm not even disagreeing with that. But I don't think they would do it. Okay, so next up, um, we have Pete Dunne and Killian Dane rolling backstage. Which brings back to when Pete Dunne... I did like this. When, when Pete Dunne and yeah. the brand took out Killian Dane, Killian Dane's back. And I'm like, all right, pay off. All right. Build up. All right, we didn't forget the stuff that we did before. You know? Right, right. Like, all right, good, good, good on you. All right, next up we had. Wait, there's Jake. another thing that they did that similar to that, which I actually really appreciated. I meant to bring it up last week. What? What did they do? Okay, talk to me. No, we'll get to it when you get to it. Um, Jake Atlas and Swerve, great match. I went three and three quarters on this. It was good. It was a really good three and a half. I give it. Um, and I, you see, they're telling this weird. It's it's. The story they're telling of Atlas. They they literally said like, he's working his way up to a title shot. Why is that other guy number one contender? What other guy? Oh, uh, Kurt. Yeah. Because uh, of stuff that they've done on Two Hundred Five Live, which no one's watched. Right. Um, but. But that the thing here is that he's working his way up to that. He's already had two shots. Right. Are they telling backward? Like they are they going backwards? You know, like. Like backwards in time, or is this like when you know, like when Fox used to air the 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 sixth episode of a show first, and why, then they go? Or backwards? it's like you know what? Or it's like you got, or it could be like you know what? You got two tires, and now you can work your way back up again. It could be that type of thing because we gave you tire shots. You 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 whiffed up both of them. Now you got to work your way back up. Why did he get those tire shots? I That's don't know. The thing that, you know, what I'm yeah, saying? I like, know. But yeah, but if, if, I mean, he got the tire match. He lost, and now he got to work his way back up. Um, which I'm fine with. I uh, I thought the match was great. It, this was weird from the beginning with Isaiah because he came in evil. You know? Yeah, yeah, Like, all of a sudden, he's just access changed. They're yelling him out. Oh, obviously. That's, yeah. that's not even like After a the question. match is over, Alice wanted to shake his hand and Swerve just walked away from him. But from the beginning of this match, he the was hell? evil. That's Mama Guessa. Mama Guessa? Yeah. Or Big Mama. Um, uh, 
from the she was almost she was supposed to be in AEW. Um, but they went a different direction, I guess, or they couldn't get her out of Mexico. Um, the the big where was I? Yeah, yeah, Alan the, the, Swerve. The, uh, uh, Swerve. He's like he comes out evil, like looking around and stuff like that. Like all of a sudden, his character is just different than what it was before, you know? Right. And he's mean and shit like that. I was like, why is he mean? <laughs> like, why is he being a dick now? And then at the end, they did the whole thing. He's not shaking a hand. And he's looking. He's giving evil eyes and shit like that. I thought that was so weird, you know? Right. Um, uh, three and a half I gave it though. I thought it was really good next up they did another thing with Ciampa backstage saying you know it's time you know time to forget about the past and he talked about Cameron Grimes so that setting up his match with Cameron Grimes tonight yeah good promo yeah. Um, Ciampa's great on these promos I like the, the best part of the promo that you know, he just he just he just to bring walks that, away yeah. and kind of throws the chair as he walks away. Every it's time. Really, it's cool the way. <laughs> it's, 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 at first, I was like, I was like ah, but he does it all the time. It's kind of cool. So you want to see him have a fit at the end of his promo. Like, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. It's cool the way it is. I don't mind it, yeah. Okay, next up, we have a triple threat tag match. Griddle Young Vets versus Everrise versus Imperium. Yeah. Good. Wasn't great, but it was good. Yeah, three and a half. Same here. Yeah. Griddle Young Vets get the... um. Get the way they were the only team that actually got a real intro. Yeah, everybody else was in the ring already. Yeah. I when I saw Everide, I first, like I glanced at it before they announced who it was. I thought it was Brizango. Like I, I just glanced at it. No. Like I didn't look at the team. I kind of glanced at it. When like, I Brizango, I'm like, no, that's Everide. Never mind that. <laughs> um, they got the win with, with the the tag team who called Ticket to Mayhem, which just looks just looks like FTR's finisher. Oh, it's similar. It's more it, of like a barrel roll into right. it. Right. Yeah. But it looks enough like it that I'm like, okay. Um, looks enough like it. Yeah. I mean, it's the same situation, really. Yeah. It's yeah. just a, they, the way they do it is different. That's all. The same was, code breaker, assisted code right, breaker. Right. That's all it is. It was a good match, though. It was I mean, fine. They're was, setting up. I want to see Bizango. I want to see um, Grizzly Young Guys with the tag belts. I wouldn't mind it. Because uh, they're a great tag team and Gibson's a great promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Like, yeah. nothing stood out in this match. Yeah, nothing really. You know, but you know, at least it's starting to take everybody a little bit seriously now. A little bit. I mean, they're, I mean, they're just there to... Yeah, they're just there, though. Right. Yeah. Alright, um, next up, they, they, they did all the people from War Games talking about War Games. But the toll it has on you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was kind of, it was well done. Yeah. All of them just talking about, you know, all the, cra- all the stuff you have to go through. Like, it leaves, it leaves its scars. Yeah, but I, the, the one part I didn't like about this, though, was uh, Shotzi Blackheart's part. Where she's like, we lost. But, you know, we, I forgot how she said it, but we left the message or some shit like that. Oh, like, during the um, opening promo, I think Kylo, I think I forgot who said it. Uh, oh, Pete Dunn told Kyle Riley, he goes, could we your boy Bobby in the hospital? He mentioned Bobby Ru- Bobby Fish being in the hospital. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, that was, you know, I didn't even know about it when he said it. Yeah. All right, all right, cool. All right, next up, they did a Tony Storm interview that she you know, said she wants a title shot. Then Io Shirai comes out and attacks her and they start brawling. Oh, yeah, so I don't, what did she say? I don't like, no, I don't have a problem with you. I just don't like you. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like you have a problem with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they start brawling and they end up going into the ring. 
Um, Io Shirai sets up Tony for the for the moonsault. Tony slides oh, out yeah, of the ring. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. Starts walking away, and Ember Moon shows up. Yeah. Throws Tony Storm in the ring, and Tony takes the moonsault. Yeah, this was more that WWE stuff, that Raw stuff, like the faces ganging up on the heels and shit. Yeah. Right. I didn't like that. Right, now Why do the heels have to overcome the faces? That doesn't make sense to me. Well, it makes sense, though, because Tony Storm turned on the Ember Moon. Ember wanted Tony Storm to get hers. I know, but it's the faces ganging up on the heels. Yeah? You shouldn't feel sorry for the heels. <laughs> I feel sorry for Stoning the Storm. Yeah, well. All right. Um, last match of the first hour, Chomper and Grimes. Great fucking match. Halfway during the match, Thatcher does what Ciampa did a couple weeks ago. He comes out and sits down on a chair on the ramp and watches the match. Yeah. And Ciampa almost, he almost looked at one point during the match, one of one of Thatcher's students came out, tried Ty- to distract Ciampa. Tyler Rust. Right. Who, got this, in, in the Indies, before he signed, he was Rust Tyler. Clever. <laughs> Clever. Because uh, WWE wants to own you when you join them. Yeah. Uh, he had to change his name. Well, he's on your name. You know, like Daniel Bryan. Hey, Brian Danielson. Brian yeah, Danielson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, wow. Oh, this is the thing I want to bring up. Um, and you get into it later when he's talking to um, Bivens, the Russ guy. Right. They built this up. And I appreciate that. Because remember when uh, Thatcher had that promo in the ring with Ciampa? And he, and then um, he tried to attack Champa, but then Champa got the better of him. But then his student attacked Champa, yeah. And they both got the better of Champa. That student was Tyler Rust. And then later on in that episode, last week's episode, um, Thatcher is getting interviewed, you know, and Thatcher's like really proud of his student, like yeah, finally a student who took initiative, right, and all that stuff. Yeah. If you look, and it's blurred. But if you look at the background of Thatcher while he's doing this interview, in the background is Malcolm Bivens and Tyler Rust. And Malcolm Bivens is talking to Tyler Rust, giving him his card and all that shit, right? And then you see Bivens walks away and then the student walks away. I'm like, that's going to mean something later. And here you are. And I love that. So... So, so Russ came out. Try. I thought they were gonna have Cameron beat Champa because of the interference. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah. No, Cameron. You know, Champa did the right. You know, came back in the ring, hit the Widow's Bell DDT for the pin. Yeah. So they did the right move. Chompa, they they keep Champa winning. Yeah. I hate you know, like you said, the 50 50 book, and you win one week, lose the next. Yeah. Champa is winning every week now. Yeah. He's throwing. He's being everybody in front of him. He beat Thatcher. Nobody thought he would beat Thatcher. He did. Yeah. And they're doing the same thing with Thatcher. Thatcher's losing all the time. All the time? Like He he he, he tapped out the Kushida. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he lost the Champa. So he's losing a lot, too. Yeah. Well, so they're tough. I don't know where they're, if they're going anywhere with it. Yeah. But they're doing... You know, they're, they're, they're not doing 50-50 booking with these two guys. Question. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're still a bit confused with Champa's, like... Direction, like is your face or heel, right? Right. What's Thatcher's? Is your face or heel? Because at the end, towards the end of this, he 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 twists out um Graham's leg. Remember? Right. Graham's trying to attack him. He just twisted his leg and turned him around. Like fuck you, I ain't dealing with you. You know. 
That's a good I mean, So I'm wondering, like, are they going see, to I, face him? I kind of mean... I, and make that group. Weird. I kind of like what they're doing a little bit, where it's like you don't know who... If, like, there's people that are, like, in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, they're not really facing out heavy heels. It depends on who they're dealing with. Maybe they're trying that with these guys. They're trying something different. They'll get rid of the regular heel face dynamic. Maybe they're trying something. Because it kind of feels like that a little bit. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe they're trying something with the heel face dynamic. Maybe. You know, and they're not, and they're picking guys that aren't involved in title pictures to see how it works. Again, I don't know. Yeah. I, Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Right. But Cam, they're setting up Cameron Grimes and Thatcher, yeah. which I don't, I don't know how good it's gonna be. It'll probably be good. It could be good. Could be. Yeah. And that is my first hour. Oh, it's somewhere in here. I don't know where they had it. They had more of the thing with Zia, Zia Lee. Well, I don't know if she was getting trained or tortured. It was Zia Lee and Boa, and they're getting water. No, this is they're getting they're Ken. being forced to train. Uh, Zia Lee was being forced to train, and she's doing the the sticks. You know, right. the, the the candlesticks. No, no, that's Boa. Boa was getting beat down by candlesticks. Zia Lee was doing the you know the 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 Wing Chun sticks. Nunchucks. No, no, the it's on the pole and it's got oh, these sticks yeah, that stick out, yeah, yeah. and you have to kick the sticks and hit the sticks and shit like that. Yeah, she's doing that constantly, constantly, constantly until she's bleeding and gushing blood out of her her joints and shit. I'm like, oh, I don't know what they're doing with this. I don't even know if I'm still interested in it. I think I was correct in the the idea that it's um Karen Q. I think they're calling her Karen Kwan now. Yeah, and uh, it's gonna be her. It's another Chinese wrestler that they've um. That they have, I think, never really used. Um, that they're bringing into this, and I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking weird. weird. And why doesn't anyone care? <laughs> you know, they come back from this, and um, goddamn, like Wade Bear's like, well, I don't want to be in that situation. Like, call the fucking cops, people. <laughs> I'm joking, but you know, say like, yeah. Just a few weeks ago, you had uh, Nigel. What's his name? I'm sorry. The the, the GM. Oh, uh, Win Regal. Regal. You had him visiting Boa. He had to do basically. He, he had to do a wellness check. Yeah, do a wellness check because he was concerned. Now they're like kidnapped, being forced and tortured and shit like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. It's weird. All right, your your first hour ends after I want to say the Shaq segment. Uh, it ends before the before the inner circle thing. With Dustin? No, the inner circle thing opens up the second half. Okay. Well, with them in the ring. That's oh, the inner circle. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, so and whatever was before that, that's what ends your first hour. Okay. Okay, so this was a taped show. Um, you could tell with the audio sweetening was there. Um, and we get right into it. Young Bucks defeating TX2, the hybrid 2. And uh, right before this match starts, the Young Bucks are being interviewed and they're asked about Kenny and they're like... We don't know what's going on, but you know he's still our friend, and blah blah blah, and we love him, blah blah. Because obviously they're still faces, and uh, Kenny's the heel now. Um, if, in case anyone was confused, I don't Shut know if up. anybody out there is still confused. Shut up. Uh, if you need help, I can walk you through it. But you know, anyway. <laughs> uh, so they did that quick interview, highly edited interview too, which was weird. Um, and then we get into the match, and this match was awesome. It was tons, tons of insanity. 
Yeah. It was nonstop it's, it's, action. It's that it's that flippy flip stuff. I'm watching the match. I wish you were here. So I'm, I'm, the whole match. This is me singing all my flippy flip 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 flippy. Okay. It was all the flippy flip match. That's all it was. But it flowed. This was. I don't. I don't. I'm not. It was crazy. I don't mind was, flippy flips here. It was here all there, action. But I hate matches that are all they are is flippy flips. I can't get into that. Just, just I enjoy just it. Can't. Just drop your brain and just enjoy it. I can't. This was I can't. a. I can't. This was a, a, a great fucking action match. This was their opening match, and it was awesome. I can't get to it. It was all action. Nonstop flippy flip. I I, I kind of I, I, my my brain tunes it out. Yeah, but it was nonstop. It was just all action. It never stopped. It never like was like. <gasps> They just kept going and kept going, no. you know, competitive the whole time. It and was TS2 good. looked great. It was like it the was, best TS2 match it ever. It was good. You know? It was too much flippy flip for me. Um, they, you know, to me, I felt like the TS2 lost nothing losing this. Um, they, they actually probably got raised a little bit from this match. Um, and it, uh, the Bucks win. Okay. Uh, I went... Three and a quarter. I went four. I no, loved you're, it. You're insane. This was awesome. But yeah, you like that flippy flip stuff, so. But yeah, sense. it's All awesome. Right. That's life. Um, after this, we have a MJF versus no, I'm sorry, MJF with Wardlow doing a promo. You know, talking about Orange Cassie and shit like that. Doing doing little shots at Jericho and shit like that, which was funny. Uh, then we have a Darby video package, which I like this video package more than all the other ones, because it wasn't about him doing some crazy stupid shit. It was just him showing him obsessed with the Taz, Team Taz, you know, which is his current situation, his current problem. And then you know, uh, the, the video is him um, talking to a psychiatrist or whatever, and he's doing the Warshack test. And each Warshack he sees reminds him of a certain member of Team Taz. Right. You know, the first one was Stark, and he's like, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And the other one was, what, Taz or whatever? I don't know, whatever. And then the last one, before the last one was Cage, and you know that's the match that they're setting up to, you know, try to end his career and all that shit. And then the la- very last one was uh, obviously a picture of Sting, and he just laughs, you know, setting up the future, showing the the present situation he has to deal with, and showing up the possible future situation he's gonna have to deal with. Um, so I liked it. I loved this video. I thought it was good, better than all the other ones where he's just doing some crazy shit. It Jumping was, off a bridge and stuff like that. It was weird. It wasn't bad. It was weird. I liked it. I thought it was good. It was, weird. and they're short. They're short little videos, so it's yeah, not like it was. Like it, takes it was a little over. weird, but okay, it was fine. It yeah. was weird. Um, after this, uh, we have Tony Schiavone interviewing Cody and Sting. Well, you, you know, Cody comes out, um, and then right before, as he asks him about uh, Sting, Sting makes his entrance. It's an awesome entrance, and then Sting comes in. And you know, and then uh, Tony's like, "All right, I'll leave you guys to it." You know, and he's he gives the mic to Sting, and Sting like, "Yo, yeah, uh, yeah, she's coughing." Okay, yeah. Um, Sting is doing his uh, promo, and and it's not, it's just regular, it's regular Sting, you know, and it, it was good, you know, and he uh, he he right before uh, Tony Schiavone walked out, he he asked um, Tony to do a. Uh, uh, what's it called? The It's Sting, you know? And then Tony Schiavone gave him a It's Sting! Yeah? And it was good. And I loved it. It was a great moment. They hugged and shit. And, uh, and I loved it. You know? And, uh, and then, of course, he 
he he goes into his little promo and he sounds natural. He sounds great. And then he's he's talking about how he's you know he points to you know things are looking very familiar, and he points to Darby Allen and shit like that. Um. Well, before this all started, Arn gave him a, like a stare down real quick. I was like, all right, I know you got an agenda. No, when he said friends, he's like, hey, guys, want to get close to you? Make oh, sure, make this, sure is this is real. Make sure this is real, yeah. Yeah, man. I love That's history, man. Yeah. The Four Horsemen. That's history, you know? So, so I love this whole thing. And it sets, sets up, you know, the whole thing with Darby. Whatever's going to happen with um, Cody, if anything. You know, and he calls Cody kid, you know, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Because it, it kind of has that same energy as, um, like, when Cody called um, Spears um, a good hand, you know? Right. You know, it's kind of, you know, and they built off of that, you know? So this could just build to greater things. I love it. I love this whole thing. Um, where was I? Sting, Spears. Yeah, I already said that. Uh, and then after that, we have a Team Taz promo. And this time they have Hook with him, with them. And because now he's not part of the Nightmare family. Now he's in the dojo with Team Taz, training under Taz. So that's going to lead to something there. Really good stuff there. Team Taz always does great promos. And then, you know, you got to have um, Cage get his one who better. <laughs> uh, so that was great. Great stuff. Um, after this, we have the FTR defeating the Varsity Blondes. And uh, this was good. Really good. I gave it three and a half uh, overall. Um... It felt like FTR was being very stiff on Pillman. Because, um, you know, the, we've talked about this before with the way he is on MLW and stuff like that. Like he kind of doesn't want to be there. So it's kind of like, like listen, act right, you know? Right. Like type of shit. You know, it's not, you know, it's not bad. You know? So, if, I don't know. I, watch, I, watch it again. It felt like they were being very stiff on Pillman. Um, Pillman looked good though with what he had to do here. Uh, Garrison looks like he has a lot of potential. Um, and then they had like uh, was it mid match? Yeah, someone like after the match they had like a stare down with Jurassic Express, building up to their next thing, whatever um, version of Jurassic Express they get. Uh, yeah, overall three and a half. Uh, three and a quarter. It was good. Uh, Marvez interviews Paige. Uh, because uh, Paige is going to have a match with Team Hardy Party, whatever they're called. And, uh, but he doesn't have a tag team. And then as he as they ask him about that, the Dark Order guys, um, Reynolds and Silver, pop up from behind them with um, Kurt Angle's hats. Um, and they're, they're trying to get uh, Paige to accept them to be you know part of that team, that, you know, that tag team for that, what he has to do next week. And he's like, no, nah, I don't want to do you guys. And then they convince him, and he's like, all right. You'll be my tag team, but I'm not joining the Dark Order and stuff like that. So they're still yeah, pushing it, that forward. For some reason, AEW's got this weird fascination with trying to with people will it will they or won't they join a faction? They have a weird fascination with that. It's like the third or fourth one they've done. Well, it's not like it. It's not like it overtakes a thing. It's just I'm not saying it does, but they like the guys that have one of those storylines running. But it's logical. If you have a faction, you're gonna want the best wrestlers to be a part of it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, once I don't, I get that, but why do they have to always do one? Because they have factions. But you don't know, say they have. They do it because they have factions. It makes no sense. Yeah, they have factions. Let the factions just build on their own, right? You go, oh, 
We have factions, but we're going to keep running storylines where Willie and Walt, this person, join. Once we're done with this one, we're going to move on to the next one. Like, why do you always have to have... It's like you're having the same storyline running with just different people, different characters involved in it. But it's not the same storyline. It's a different storyline. It, it doesn't matter. It's still the same basic thing. Oh, it's, we, a, it's a different, like, story mechanic, but it's not the same story. You know, like, like the Adam Page... Willie Wonny joined Dark Order is not the same as Dustin's Willie Wonny joined the Dark Order. So yeah, you two actually, yeah, right. But it's still the same thing. It's a mechanic to get you somewhere else, but that's it. It's not the story. Whatever. <laughs> I, I, I just think I. Just, I like how I explain it. You like no, that makes sense, but whatever. I know it doesn't make <laughs> sense. Uh, all right, fine. It doesn't make sense. I, I, they do. The first was Will MJF join the Inner Circle. Will Co Will um, what's his name? Powerhouse Hobbs joined Team Tabs. Will Gold Dust um, Dustin joined Dark Oil. Will Adam Page joined Dark Oil. They always a will this person join this? Yeah. Will this, what? It's just a mechanic. Like the, the company's been the company's been around over a little over a year. They've done like five or six years already. So what? It's just a mechanic. Try something that different. That works. Try something different. <laughs> Does it always work? Yes, it works every time they've done it. <laughs> it's boring, honestly. It's, bo- it's not. It works every time they've done it. I know. And it builds up stories. It builds up characters and stuff. The only one that I've liked so far that that worked for me is, is Hobbs joining Team Taz. because it kind of came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting him to join. Okay, but the that, rest of them, it's the same shit. Him joining Team Taz wasn't the story though. You know, what was the it's story a, it's a mechanic of the story. Okay, if Hobbs joining Team Taz wasn't the story, then what's the story then? It's whatever they're doing with Darby Allen and whatever they're doing with Cody Rhodes and Team Taz versus the Nightmare Family. You're like, That's the story. It's not... The, the mechanic is using, like, is this character going to join the Nightmare Family and be with them or join Team Taz? But it's not the full focal point of the story. It's just a mechanic for this current part of that story. Same thing with Adam Page, same thing with Dustin and shit like that. Or whoever else was trying to join it's like something. It's like they're repeating the same storyline over again, though. Yeah, they're using different It's not mecha- the same storyline. Yes, it's it just is. a mechanic in a storyline. The the Cody versus Team Taz is not the same storyline as Adam Page and the Dark Order. It's not. It's not. Okay, let me ask you It's this. not the same story as Dustin joining the Dark let Order. Let me ask you this. So, Dark Order is trying to get Dustin to join. Mm-hmm. This, yes, I want yes and no quite answers at this point. Yes. Dark Order wants to get Co- wants to get Adam Page to join. Yes. Team Taz tried to get is trying to ask try to get Will Hobbs to join. Yes. MJF wanted to get wanted to wanted to join the Inner Circle. Yes. You have yes to four different per. Who cares? Yeah. It's just a mechanic for the story. MJF joining Inner Circle is not about him joining Inner Circle. It's about what he's going to do when he's there, as he's there. He's in the Inner Circle. That's the story. Him joining or wanting to join or will he, won't he join, that's just a mechanic for that story. It's what they do in full circle. I don't agree with you. I, I just don't. It's, I, it's the truth. It's not the dumb. Will they, won't they join is not the story. It's just a mechanic for the story. You know? Like I said, like is no, I don't know, dude. Is Cody uh, uh, is Will Hobbs joining Team Taz the same thing as MJF joining? Will he won't he joining? Um, but see, they, they, you said it right there. The will he won't he story. Is it the same thing? Is it the same story? It does. That's not the point. It is the, the point. The point is you're, you're running the same type of storyline. A will he won't he join storyline. 
They run. They, they always have run at least one. They have to when they finish one, they gotta start another one. They keep doing it. And to me, I'm like, okay, why do they gotta keep doing it? Let these factions breathe by themselves without without starting storyline. Are they gonna? Are you, are you gonna try to recruit somebody new? Let the storylines. Let the the factions breathe that, on their own. I don't know why that that what storyline you talking about though. Let I say so. I, the storyline willingly won't he join. To me, that's, that's a storyline. Story that's a part of the storyline. Okay, then why do you need that part of the storyline? Let the faction breathe because on its own. Because they have factions. Let the faction breathe on its own. What do you mean breathe on its own? Let them grow. Let, let the faction tell the story without without having to add that caveat to it of will they or won't they join? Will they or won't they wrestler A or B join? Let the faction do the storyline without that part of it. But every faction's got to have that story. It feels like, it feels like Because every, they're factions. But why, they, why does every faction in AEW have to do that storyline? Because they want people to join their faction. Why can't it, why, do, <laughs> why does every faction have to do that, though? Let the faction grow. Like, UE doesn't do that. UE's like, where, where are you undisputed error? They did it once to get Roderick Strong. And that's it. Like, we're not going to ask anybody else to join us. We're undisputed error. We don't need anybody else. Well, maybe they should. Why should they? <laughs> why should they? They do they, something different. Why don't their they? Unit works. Why come they never do it? They don't have to. Why come they never do it? <laughs> because it, it makes no sense to keep doing that. You because they built up the brother, the, the Kamad, Kamad, the brothership Pacino's four. I can't think. I can't say the word. <laughs> they built up the brothership, the brother Pacino's four. That that faction. They don't want no outsiders in there now. In a circle, they shouldn't have had MJF join. They built up their brother with that with that faction. The the um, the uh, dark order. They built up a brother with the dark order. They got the pieces in place. No, dark Why order was or? always supposed to be huge. They're, they're they're the main ones in recruiting. Yeah. They have to have them be the only team, only faction that recruits people. I don't know why this is such a big deal for you. Because it, it's it's always had like okay, who they so try to It's a now? small thing in every storyline. It's All not right. like a huge thing. It's right. not what the storyline's about. You, 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 whatever. Yeah, I, is I, it I, about I, I don't, that? I don't, I don't agree with you, but move on. I don't agree with you, but move on. Um, but the fact is, is that's not what the story is about. I just don't. I just, I'm just tired of seeing that aspect of. of, of okay, AEW. but it, it shouldn't bother you this much, though. Like it's just a small little storyline, a piece of a story. <laughs> I all right, whatever. I don't agree with you, but keep, move, move on, move on, <laughs> keep going. Uh, so, so yeah, so they they're setting up the the. The triple tag match between uh, Dark Order and Adam Page and uh, Team Hardy Party. Um, so then after that, we have the Dustin defeating 10. This was just good. It wasn't like great or anything like that. I give it three. Um, they did another um, angle to another possible match with Aaron Solo. What? Trying to get him to join. Aaron Solo? No, um, no, no, I wasn't Dustin. there yet. You you reacted too soon. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Hell yeah, I reacted too soon to that. No, I already mentioned Dustin though. The, the only part <laughs> I like about them trying to get Dustin to join. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get okay, this. okay, okay, yeah. I'm so sorry. Aaron I Solo, that, I tried something. Yeah, so I'm sorry. This match was just good. Um, they did an angle with Aaron Solo. Who? Aaron Solo, the guy who grabbed ten. No, as uh, Aaron Solo was trying to get Dustin into the ring, outside the ring, someone grabs Ten. Oh, I, I, oh okay, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. Ten just kicks him. All right, yeah. I yeah, guess yeah. I guess that's a dark thing they're setting up. I'm like, who knows who the fuck Aaron Solo is? I know, I know him, but like they didn't 
really explained that really well. Right? I didn't like that. Um, and then after the match, the Dark Order comes out, trying to get Dustin to join and have him be number seven. Which I like that the callback to when he was in... WCW. Right, at seven. At seven. Uh, that horrible gimmick. Um, which might work with this group if he decides to join this group, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Does WWE own that, though? I wonder if that might be one of those things where, like, just let it go. All, just let it go. Well, they could, probably, they could probably call him number seven and get away with it. It'll probably be Dustin Seven Rhodes or something. Right. Like that. Um, seven Dust. Yeah, stop. I'm just saying. I'm uh, just saying. It would work. But yeah, so that, so, yeah, so they try to get him to join and be uh-huh. number seven. And uh, he said no and smacked him. Uh, but I kind of wouldn't mind it. I but then he, mind it. but then the dark order getting ready to attack him. And um, even though like, no, no, wait, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, back up. Go when you change your mind. When you see the light, you'll come crawling back to me. Yep. Um. So maybe, maybe. And after this, we have the Tony Schiavone uh, interviewing Brandy and Shaq. Um, what cracked me up about this was that he said, "No, chief brand officer of AEW, Brandy Rose." And then when he gets to Shaq, he was like. Four-time NBA World Champion, fifteen-time yeah. All-Star. He fanboy, and, and, and fans like that's all I get. I get that. Uh, oh, like, okay. you butter his toes all that up with all that NBA stuff, and I just get Chief Brand off. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. Because he should kill Neil. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he should kill Neil. He has championships, a lot of them. Yeah, I didn't mind his interview. I did. What I did mind was kind of confused with Brandy's character. You know, she face or heel here. I mean, at the end, she's she comes off as the face, but she's kind of like this bitchy face, you know? Yeah. Kind of like uh, Sasha Banks. Like, she's a face, but the way she talks is kind of healing. Oh, and I can't watch it anymore. It's private. Oh, see, they, they must have privatized it now. Halfway through the show, as probably as we were watching, they probably just did it just now. That sucks. <laughs> anyway, um, so the so yeah, so this is just again. It's, um, Shaq was building up Jade Cargill. He says all that stuff he was doing on social media was just jokes. Um, but he didn't like what Jade Cargill did to you, breaking your arm and shit like that. And uh, and then, yeah, at the end, Shaq comes off as the heel here to me, where he's like, you know, I can't wait to see that. And maybe Jade Cargill probably, you know, as you're on the shelf, watch Cargill's matches and she might be able to teach you a few things. Um and that's when uh, Brandy took the water and threw it in her face and said, you know, you know, I'm tired of this bullshit. You're an asshole. Let me tell you something. I'm tired of AEW saying shit. It's lost its oomph. They, 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 they yeah. used to curse once in a while. And it, like, yeah, now they curse all the time. Okay. Now, I think okay, they get okay, to say, Okay, yeah, you're edgy. Okay, we get it. You're edgy. You don't have to curse all the time. We get it. Okay. Yeah, I think it's kind of lost its magic. Yeah. You know, like bullshit and shit. You know, AEW like, did it. And NXT said it once. When um, was Keith Lee? Yeah, no, no. When um, remember um, Gar- Gargano had used the pi- when Austin there used the pipe on Priest and Priest like you still have that pipe, so I'm gonna shove it up your ass when he was walking down the ring. Oh, they, that's they later on in the show. Yeah, they yeah, say ass saying, all the time. That's yeah. just ass. I'm thinking as cool as they come to cursing. Yeah. I kind of jumped ahead of myself a little bit on my show, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So the interview was on. Uh, it was whatever. It wasn't. He built up the Jay Cargill stuff and all that stuff, but it was whatever. And I hope then, she's good in the ring. They're building the way they're building her up. She's 
I know she's very athletic. I've seen tra- training videos of her in the ring, but again, that's just training videos. How the fuck did I get signed out? Well, that might have been the reason why. Maybe. You got out, right? Um. So, I'm curious about myself. For what I've seen in her training stuff, looks really good. You know, her taking bumps and all that stuff. But I don't know. You know, being in a training thing situation is a lot different than being live. On TV in front of people and stuff like that. So I'm curious as to how she is too. She's she's a fucking Adonis. I don't know what the female version of an Adonis is, but her body is just yeah. Her, her, it's not even in my history anymore. Yeah, so you probably were signed out from begin with from jump. No, I wasn't. I was signed in. Oh yeah, no, it's it's even out of my history. I mean, they took it off YouTube. Oh well. Um, Jay Cargo, she has like 20 abs. Okay. She looks like uh, you know those old cell phones, those flip phones. Yeah. She looks like the keys on an old flip phone. <laughs> Have okay. you seen those? Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I am curious about what she looks like in the ring. And hopefully, hopefully we're not disappointed. Yeah. Um. So yes, and after this is in a circle. So is, do I stop here? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right so hour two of NXT. Opens up. Uh, I mean, hold on, I'm getting my light. I get late, so I can see what I'm doing. I mean, they had a little Raquel Gonzalez interview, setting up you know her future that she she wants a title shot because she won War Games. She 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 get a title shot. Yeah. Basically, just setting up her. What, what, she should be champion. I right. agree. Next up, we got the Gargano's route, which would be Johnny Gargano, Kansas LeRae, Austin Theory, and um, Indy Hartwell. It was fun. It was like, you know, they were talking about, you know, you know, we, you know we did, you know, I'm a four-time champion. And he goes, it was Candice, you know, I got a gift for you. You know, I, you know, I got it all the way from Italy, shipped over. And I go, now, how did the ship over now? How expensive that is? Mm. And every time him and Austin did, did a high five, Candice like, oh, why? Even, you guys weren't looking at each other. Yeah, That's great. Looking, yeah. it, it, it was fun. It was fine. It was and they, and, and they, they call themselves The Way. The Way. Which is cool. It's a cool name. Because you can't call themselves the Gargano way. They're just the way. Because the they're not all Garganos. Yeah. And that's when Priest came out. And that's the line I said where... Oh, there you still got that pilot when it showed up your ass. And then right out of nowhere, Killer Cross... Killer Cross... Karen Cross comes out. Yeah. And attacks Priest. Yeah. Now Priest out early in the show said... Kills Priest. <laughs> yeah. Power bombs him through a fucking table and yeah. shit. I, what I loved about the attack was when they got through the... That hallway gimmicks there. Yeah. Priest. And I got... I, it looks accidental. Because he hits like the his head. Oh, on the but sign. It, but it looked good. It looked like he hurt him. For, I had to go back and watch it. I'm like, I'm like holy yeah. crap. I was like, huh. That looks like it fucking hurt. But then he power bombs him. Yeah. Through the, the crash pad. So, yeah. So, I mean, that, that should be a good match. Cross and um, Priest. Should be yeah. a pretty good match. Yeah, should be true. Because, you know, Priest is athletic as hell. And Cross is not bad in the ring. No, just don't give him a lot of time. And he could give you a great match. Right. And I like that. I like that. I like their name, The Way. Like, it's a little cultish without being cultish. What do you mean? Like, The Way. Like, you got you to gotta you gotta go do it our way. Like, The Way. Not like cultish. Oh. I just like the way they, That's why I want to see. I thought they were much. just going by the Johnny Gargano way. No, they call themselves The Way. The Way. Yeah. I like it. And I, I wanted my Tommaso be, being with them. Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, Ciampa? Uh, be, I wouldn't mind. I would. Because this whole thing is like a comedy thing. Ciampa's not going to fit in this. 
know what I'm saying? Champa's a badass guy. He's a monster guy. He's a brawler. And this whole gimmick here, all of it. Gargano, Loray, Austin, and all of them. Inkwell. What's his name? Blackwell? What's Indy, his name? Indy Hartwell. Hartwell, thank you. Um, it's, it's, it's So far right now, it's just a comedy gimmick. Yeah, but it, it just started. I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, if you go start as a comedy gimmick, why would I take it seriously? Well, I don't want to go to a comedy gimmick. It's a comedy gimmick. He whipped out a freaking trophy, a, a, a cheap-ass looking, like, um, bowling trophy with, with, with um, a troll with to um, it. With uh, Shotzi's head on it. It was a, tr- a green-haired troll. Right, right. The, you know those old troll with the yeah, furry hair? Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, and yeah. The idea was that it was Shotzi and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a comedy gimmick, and he's in there da- doing the stupid dances. And then you have Austin. What was the joke that he, that he ruined? Austin Theory, like on purpose. It was the the joke was that he ruined the joke. Oh oh um, fuck um, the Milky Way. Yeah, he said the Milky Way. With the way, like he's like the Milky. And, and, no, but you tried. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. About it. It's yeah. fine. Don't worry about. It. I like when we wanted to. I like when we wanted the drum roll, and Austin was was doing his abs, like making his bicep, making his arm. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, and they just <laughs> go. No, we didn't prepare. He's like, go sound guy. Go, we get a drum roll. Oh yeah. Look, I'm curious where they're gonna go with it. Gargano's great in the ring. Austin Theory is great in the ring. But my point was, so. Champa doesn't fit for that. All right, it's uh, a comedy game. All right. All right. Next up, we had Pete Dunne and Killian Dane, which they set up because of what happened earlier. Right. 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 Um, I wrote a bunch of notes here. <laughs> oh, oh, um, the tag champs came out. They attack Killian. They go after Killian Dane. Who did champ? Oh, uh, the other members of the brand. Yeah. And then um, Drake came out. He got he got you know. They, they, and then Killing Dane warned off the tag champs, and then they came back in the ring. And Pete Dunne had bit around for the pit. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're gonna, they're, gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna put the belts on Drake and Dane, aren't they? Uh, it's likely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say it's possible. I say it's likely. Yeah. And they and they they're gonna beat up they're gonna beat off the brand, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it might be a great match. It might be. <laughs> Shit. And that's what's going to piss me off even more about it. Yeah. All right, so the Leon Ruff interview and Gargano's, there will be a tag muscle. Ruff and Priest versus Austin Theory and Gargano. Yeah. Gargano's like, you know what? He goes, Priest's not going to be around. He saw what happened. He's not going to be around for this. Yeah. He goes, I go about this. I know what's going to happen. It's going to be a two-on-one match. Handicap, yeah. And then Kushida comes out and agrees to be Ruff's partner. So next week, it's Kushida and Ruff versus Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I I did appreciate that. We know what one match that's gonna happen next week. Well we know two matches. What was the other one? We got um uh Pete Dunn and um Colorelli. We know two matches what's gonna happen next week. Got that. That's awesome. We didn't know shit that was gonna happen for this week. Not a goddamn thing. Until I think an hour before or some shit like that. Okay, and the main event was Raquel Gonzalez. Over um, pinned Ember Moon. Uh, Tony Tony Storm came out, interfered. Rhea Ripley came out. It's a good match. It wasn't great. It was good. Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was three. I went three. Three I went and three. quarter. I went three. It was good. Yeah, n- n- nothing spectacular happened. It felt like Ember Moon was. It felt not. A, I'm not gonna say a squash match. But it felt like the Gonzalez was destined to win this match. 
Like, I feel like Ember Moon had no chance in this match. Yeah, I mean, it's, it sucks that it's Ember Moon. Right. Why is she losing? You know? Right. When you uh, when you, she was brought in with the idea that she's going to be next But I, I also get that if you're going to have her gonna take Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez seriously as a number one contender, have a beat real comp- competition. So it works for her. Because she, she beat Ember Moon. So she's working her way up the ranks. She deserves a title shot. You know what? I beat a former NXT Women's Champion. It kind of works. It does, but you can. She's still done so much already. She's beat Rhea Ripley and stuff like that. Well, no, right. she lost to Rhea Ripley. Uh, but, you know, she beat Io Shirai. She pinned Io Shirai. You know? You don't need to have her beat Ember Moon. I'm you fine. should start building Ember Moon up. She's gotten too many losses here. Yeah. You know? For it to matter. It would matter more if Ember Moon was winning for Rhea, um, Raquel Gonzalez to beat her. Yeah? Sci-Fi show. Well, that was the last one? Yeah. Oh, well. I'm going to read that. Um, Alright, so let's get back to business. Shivani. Inner Circle Ultimatum. Um, I love this. I thought this was a great segment. Uh, MGF and Guevara and the Warlord Hager stuff that I thought was good. Um, I thought Ortiz came off really looking really good here. Yeah, he, he to me he was the best part of this. Uh, like he kind of just brought it together. Like listen, I know we you know it's like to Guevara like we don't like him. We didn't choose him though. Jericho chose him. Right. You know, we have to be the bigger man. You know, and shake his hand. You know, and he and I like the line he dropped. It was like you're you know you're better than him and you know it. Right. And you see MJF like yo, all right, fine, whatever. But you know I'll take it. You know I like that. You know, and you know, and, and Guevara, he concedes, he shakes his hand, but then he leaves a warning like if he fucks up one more time, right? I'm out. I like how they're saying about the towel thing, and Jericho, like, we saw you bring out the towel. Yeah, and I like how they they've established that too. Like they watched the show, you know, right? They which they've done before, where they they when they talked each about each other behind their backs, when they called each other idiots. Right. They both were like, listen, we watched the show. We know that you called me an idiot and I called you an idiot and shit like that. And they brought it up here. Listen, I watched the show. I saw you come out with the fucking towel, you know? So don't try to fool me. You know? So I do like they they bring that up. It's a little continuity things there. Um, so yeah. So and then after that, the kind of like the best part, I thought Hager was like, I got a question. Why does this guy keep staring at me? Because <laughs> that's something they've been doing for months. And one thing, you're just staring at me. Yeah. I think I can stop staring. <laughs> yeah. I can stop staring whenever I want. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, eventually we're going to get that. And it's great. Build up to other stuff. And I like that they're taking their time with this. Um, where was I? Uh, I lost my spot. Sorry. Yes. Uh, after this, MTF interviews FTR with Tully. This was just a regular interview. Nothing to write home about. Um, you know, trying, you know, um, hair FTR took the blame for losing and then Tully was like, you shouldn't take all the blame for that. Whatever. I wasn't there. We're a unit. We're better as a unit. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then just building them up for, for future stuff. They're still in the mix. That's right. good. Uh, Eddie Kingston, Butcher and the Blade, Defeat Archer and Lucha Bros. Uh, this was, this was good. Uh, three and a half, I gave it. Yeah, uh, it was a showcase for Phoenix. Um, 
the one thing I was I ended up reading a little more about it later, like why wasn't Pac involved in this? Why was the Lance Archer at the last home. minute? Pac went home, which yeah. kind of annoys me a little bit. So you brought Pac here to make his big comeback, and then then he goes home. Well, the so, thing is, we don't know why he went home. Well, he he start whatever he went home for the holidays, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Want to go home to your family for the holidays? Then make your comeback after the holidays. Don't come back for one one or two weeks. They make your big comeback, and then you're gone for another three, four weeks. And you wanted to go home. That's why that they should have wait. I would have waited for his return. So well, after how well, you, well, you can keep him here. You can keep him here for a few weeks. It makes no sense to bring him back for a couple weeks. Then he goes home. Then when he comes back. He's got quarantine for two weeks. When he gets here, you yeah, know, it keeps his name in the mix, and that's fine. They could have did a bunch um, of video stuff to keep his name in the mix. They, but they like, were doing that. Yeah, but. but but why you can't keep him, doing it? They just but you bring, bring him back. Him back. And remind people what you're missing. You bring him back to San, so then he goes home. Then he's not gonna be here for a few weeks. I just don't like the way that was done. That's fine. I would just, I would just kept, I would tell, I would have him staying in until after holidays and make his big return, like at, at, at the first show of the new year. That would have been a perfect time for him to come back. Yeah, it's fine, and it'll still be great when he comes back again. It's Pac. Yeah, he comes back again for a couple weeks. Then he wants to go home for two weeks. Then he's home for two weeks. Has to come back. Like if he's going back and forth, back and forth here for two weeks, gone for three weeks. That's no. That's yeah, fine. That's fine. Oh, whatever. Um. Uh. So yes, yeah, so as I was saying, uh, this was a showcase for Phoenix, because uh, earlier on they took out uh, Pentagon. I wonder if he's legit hurt or something in some way, because they took him out before, and then I think last week when they had that brawl, he kind of disappeared. Maybe and it's not, and, and, and and they're trying to cover it up. Yeah, I Maybe. mean, like I think he could do some stuff because he took a bump. He went right. through a table, you know, and then they took him out. They're trying to keep his activity limited. Yeah, and the same hoping thing kind of happened. Hoping it doesn't come back to bite them though. Well, it's up to the doctors. Um, because the same thing happened in um Triple Mania where, or not early on, he was in the match for a while, but he was injured out. But they took him out. You know, doctors walked him out, right, and then right. he comes back later. Uh, limping with, on one foot, so I wonder. I wonder if there's something going on there, or it, or if it's just like the ultimate sell. Um. Uh, backstage. Okay, yeah. So I gave it three and a half. At the end of the match, uh, Archer kills everyone. Um. That was fun. Three and a half. Nah, backstage. Okay. Uh, backstage. Uh, we have Jade Cargill and now Rose beating up Red Velvet. Uh, Deeb and Swole come in for a save. And then Las Sincarias come in to get involved. And it's just a brawl for all. Um, I think uh, Demon Swole will have a match. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. After this, we have uh, Abaddon defeating Tesha Price. It's a good squash. Uh, I gave this whole thing like two and a half. Even for a squash. It's, it was just whatever. Um, not bad, but not I'm great. not a fan of the character, Abaddon. Yeah, it's, it's, the gimmick like that is never going to be great over for me. You know, I do like the presentation here. This is not like The Fiend, where everything goes red and there's different worlds and shit like that. It's like, it's a zombie in the, in like the real world, you know? It's just her act. And you know it's just her act, you know? That type of shit. Um, uh, Sheeta saves, after, okay, so after the squash, she continues to beat up on uh, Tesha. Sheeta comes in for the save. Um... Which I thought, yeah, it was whatever. And then uh, I do think it's better. It's a better gimmick than the fiend. Um, That's not saying much. No, it's not. But 
It's better than that. <laughs> um, I think it's a bigger issue. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't like Sheeta being scared here. I do like that they show her overcoming her fear. And I guess that's the idea. But I don't like her being scared. You know? And I, I guess it, it's precedent. like Because she's always been scared. Even before she was champion of Abaddon. But I just don't like her being scared of Abaddon. You know? You know, even... Yeah, yeah, I just didn't like that part. Um, okay, so after this, we have the helicopter dropping Kenny Omega off. Uh, Marvis tries to get the interview and the first word in. Uh, it's, it's, it's Lex Luger on the US Intrepid. Um, and in the ring, we have Don Callis doing a promo. And it's basically the same promo that they did on Impact. Almost word for word. Um, I would say the Impact promo was a lot better than this promo. What I did love was the whole thing where he, he was talking about Tony Khan was mad at me and stuff like that. And he was like, listen, this is the biz- welcome to the business, kid. You know, that's your first lesson. Welcome to the wrestling business, kid. I love that line. Um, I love this act. The, this, this Kenny Omega and Don Callis act is great. It's, it's not... It reminds me of uh, CM Punk and Heyman. All right. You know, because CM Punk could talk. And Heyman could talk. It's the same situation. Kenny could talk, and he did a good promo here. And then uh, Callis could talk, you know? Like, Kenny will set himself up while Callis will set up the matches, you know? Like, promotional-wise. You know? And I thought, I thought it was a great... I think these two are a great mix. Um, also, did you know that Kenny is the heel? You're an idiot. I just want to make sure everyone knows this, okay? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the mega thing ruled... Uh, Kalas is huge part of okay. I did like that it wasn't on last two, but kind of like on impact. Yeah. You know, the match should be last. Um, so after this, we had, uh, they, they told us what's going to happen next week. Uh, which we're going to have Cody Rose versus Angelico, uh, Hardy Party versus Adam Page and the Dark Order, SCU, which is Kazarian and, um, um, help me out here. Kazarian and the other old guy. Chris, uh, Daniels. Daniels, thank you. Wow. Uh, uh, versus the Acclaimed, because I forgot to mention that. During the Bucks match, the Acclaimed came out to attack the Bucks, but SCU came out for the save. Um, and then we're going to have Deeb and Swole versus Las Encarias. And then uh, Kenny Omega versus... Uh, afterwards, this wasn't mentioned on the show, but on social media, they said... Kenny Omega is going to be fighting uh, Joy Janela. Um, yeah, he's, Joy, the, he's the original opponent from the Eliminator. From the tournament, yeah. Uh, and uh, I think the step is if he beats him, he gets a title shot type of thing. He's not beating him. I doubt it. Um, I got a feeling there's going to be another squash by Kenny Omega. Hopefully. I, I think that's what that match was supposed to be. Right. I don't think they changed anything from that, even though Sonny Kiss was put in. Right. Um, so... All right, so then uh, they told us December 23rd is the Dynamite Holiday Bash, which is the game night. So it's going to be on at 10 p.m. or after the game. Um, and then following that, the next week after that, December 30th, is their New Year Smash Night 1 with Chris Jericho on commentary. And then on January 6th, New Year Smash Night 2 with special guest Snoop Doggy Dog. I'm curious. Is uh, Sasha Banks going to be coming out with some very generic music? 
<laughs> I thought that was funny. Because supposedly Snoop Dogg has a lot of heat <laughs> with WWE They right took now. all the merchandise off the website. I heard, yeah. Uh, so I'm wondering, like, that's her cousin. <laughs> and then, and he, he does the music for her. Yeah. Like, it's her, his song that comes on when she comes out. So I wonder if she's going to get, like, new music. Or go back to her old music, maybe. Um, and uh, and this had, and the, him being there has nothing to do with WWE. You know? No, he did commentary for the Tyson fight, and they stayed, they liked what he did. And that's why yeah. that's why they're doing this. And also, he's he was in the the Big Show with Cody. Right. He has ties to this company. Um, Pay <laughs> grab. Excuse me. Well, yeah. That's how you build a show. Okay. That's why one is winning when the other is not. Uh, MGF defeats... The uh, main event, MGF defeats Orange Cassidy. I did like this match a lot. Um, I did notice that this match didn't have the things that normally would annoy me with Orange Cassidy. This didn't have a lot of his lazy stuff. A lot of his, you know, pocket shit, fake kicks and all that shit, you know? It was there, but it wasn't part of this match you know what I'm saying right you know which I you know which always was the problem with me with getting into Orange Cassidy before the show started was like I know what he is on the indies and it's just full comedy it's just every people sell his fake kicks you know you know and people go slow motion people have actually legit you know um swayed him to sleep <laughs> you know I've seen matches like I think uh, our, uh, John Silver did that where he kind of just held him like a baby and put him to sleep. You know, <laughs> did, did, did that you know that's that I was like I was so worried when they did the preseason stuff that he was part of that that he was gonna be part of the show and I liked the way they presented him to me. Yeah, because uh, he still does that stuff, but the people he does it to don't sell it. They look at him like he's an idiot. Like what the fuck are you doing? You know, and I like that. Uh, and now, after a while, now they, now he's starting to let loose with some of that stuff. And like, hey, I'm not gonna do this shit anymore, or as much. And we kind of got that here, where it was, it was, uh, it was a. Uh, you had him doing moves and shit like that. You know, he hurt his hand early on, and you have MJF working a body part and shit like that. Where I like the part where he stuck Orange Cassidy's hands in his back pockets. And then body slammed him onto the fucking thing to hurt his arm more. I thought that was good. Um, who came out? Oh, uh, Miro. Uh, no, no, no. Before. Yeah, yeah, it was Miro. But someone tried to interfere before then, didn't they? No. Was it Inner Circle around there? They were, yeah, they, they were ringside. Yeah, there were a lot of people. Yes, yeah, because uh, he had. Orange Cassidy had the best friends with him. And then the Inner Circle had, like, almost everyone was there. Um, except for Santana because I think yeah his stepfather died so yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. Santana wasn't here um, they, they kind of shot at him though Jericho I'm sure probably he probably let Santana know right uh, but he kind of said like you know Santana didn't show up for work because of this you know that type of shit yeah yeah they, they, they were trying to explain why yeah. he wasn't there they, that was just their way of explaining why yeah. he wasn't there that he was mad because it was all the infighting yeah it worked that was no fine. yeah I'm not complaining but so yeah, so the inner circle's there, fucking around, um, and then um, best friends were there, but they were out numbers, and then I guess they somehow got other people to join them to help, because a bunch of other people were helping them, um, the best friends rather. Uh, I did like the 
MJF try to do the Eddie Guerrero spot again. Yeah. But Orange Cassidy is so fucking lazy, he didn't bother catching the, the, the bat. Right? So as MJF is lying on the ground pretending to be knocked out, he puts his then he puts his arms in his pockets to fuck around. Like, haha, fucked you up. And then MJF gets pissed off. He piss, picks up the bat. And then Orange Cassidy lies down and reverses the fucking Eddie Guerrero spot. I thought that was funny. And then um, at some point, like you said, Miro comes in, destroys uh, Arns Cassie while the ref was distracted. And then um, and then uh, MJF gets the win. I, I, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think that Miro here fit. the the. I think it's ever since the, the, the Battle Royale that Miro was part of, they started to like, like, get him back on the track where he's supposed to be, where he's supposed to be destroying people and shit like that. I hope so. I mean, it looks good so far, you know? The, I, I'm still not sure I want to see Best Friends versus these guys or Orange Cassidy versus Mero or anything like that. But I feel I, this felt like a better Mero than what we've been getting in past seasons, uh, past um, episodes. Um, yeah, I gave this three and three-fourths. Uh, Three and a half. It was good. Nothing great. There's too much going on. I'm not, I'm not gonna say overbooked. There's too much going on. Like too much outside interference. Miro coming in and leaving. It was still the same thing with Miro and Best. There's too much going on yeah. for me. I didn't mind. I didn't mind uh, MJF having to cheat to win. Like needing help to. I didn't mind mm-hmm. that because that kind of fits a little bit. And he should be the but one the, winning. But this is too much. Other, too much other crap went on in this match. Yeah. Like too, too many other movie pieces. Yeah. You have you have the best friends out. You have the inner circle. Our best friends out to bring people to help them. And Miro comes out and destroys people. It was just so much going on. Yeah. Um, I did. It was just too much. And also, it makes sense for MJF to win. I don't know what what's Orange Cassidy gonna do with a diamond ring. Nothing. Yeah. Um. So another year, and then right after that, they put a T-shirt out for <laughs> back to back. Diamond yeah. dozen winner or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, another great episode. I I thought uh, match of night for AW and I think overall for me it was um, Young Bucks versus the TH two. Thought that was great. And uh, match of night for NXT. I will put it on. I will put it on. I'm not sure. You go. You go. Matching for NXT, Chomp and Grimes. That was good. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Matching night for AEW, probably FTR and... Uh, Varsity, Varsity Bonds. Varsity Yeah, I had... That, yeah, to me, that's probably match night for um, AEW. Show night for me is NXT. Uh, I'm going to go with... Isaiah Swerve Scott and Atlas. I forgot about that match. For match of night for NXT. I'm, I'm gonna stick with my original choice though. No worries. Um, it was a good a good match regardless. Um, and uh, the show tonight obviously for me was AEW. Yeah, I mean like, yeah, I mean I knew you were gonna say that, but to me the NXT was match show tonight for me. I said earlier in the show that I watched AEW first this week, mm-hmm. and I'm glad I did because I I sometimes. I enjoy watching AEW, but sometimes it's a chore to get through it. I don't know what you're talking about. This show so, flowed. 
I just I don't know. I listen, and I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah, sure. No, no, serious. I think you fit. And again, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to make jokes. I think you fit in that demo. You're an asshole. I'm not. I'm serious. I look. It's I'm not, serious. I'm not trying to be funny. I think you do because they don't. NXT owns that demo. The the I'm talking about the plus fifties, and you're right there, right? I'll be there less than a month. Yeah. So maybe like they don't move. They don't. Even this week when AEW basically destroyed everything, you know NXT, you know in demos and all that, in all the demos except the plus fifty. The They've problem, never won the plus fifty. I, like, I don't tied once. I, like, I, Long time ago. Like, it's not that AEW is bad. I'm not gonna say they're bad. It's just I just uh, how do I word this right? I think it just shows goes to show like how important the more important the demos are. I just. Because it does speak to your taste. And the problem is AEW has a lot of talent that I like. And there's that some of the stuff they do, like the Shaquille O'Neal thing I didn't get. I mean, yeah, to me, that was just... Maybe they're using the setup, whatever they're setting up with, with Brandy. The whole Inner Circle thing is just... They're clown. I liked Inner Circle when I first joined. It was like, legit. now they're kind of this weak, like, clowns now almost. Like they all they got the little joke thing. This is weird. Like I, did I answer that's comments? weird. I'm not. But fin- the Gargano way thing is 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 serious to you. They go to me because the inner circle thing was supposed to be about Jericho's hired guns. The inner circle was his inner circle. He hired all these people to put around to protect him when he was the champion. Mm-hmm. Then he lost the title. Then it become came like frat boys. Yeah. You know that's why I kind of want to see MJF take over leadership, and maybe he'll maybe it'll be a little more serious with him, like instead of having a the rock star in, in, in charge. I just last time the AEW that I just don't get, like I don't get why they do it. It feels like WCW. A lot of stuff they do feels like WCW and they were in their prime. That's what a lot of stuff they do feels like, to me. In their prime when they were good. Yeah. But that's not a good thing. Why is that a bad thing? Because WCW folded. WCW went out of business. They because shot their wad early and they went out of business. That's why it's not a good thing. Like, that's why it's not a good thing. WCW is not around anymore. But because they... because Did they not be around while they were good? Because they, they because eventually WWF caught up to them. Like, they were good. They beat WWF in ratings for like a year. Like fit like sixty something weeks. Yeah, but eventually WWF caught up to them. But WWE changed with the time. WCW changed too. A lot of the stuff they were doing became shit. My point exactly. Just because the AW the stuff the AW is doing that is good now doesn't mean it's gonna be good. In the, that's my that's my only concern with AW. Okay, but uh, but but we were talking about why you don't like them now. If they are good and you say they're because, good uh, and they're great, because they remind me of, a, of WCW, and I don't know if that's a good thing. WCW did a lot of good things, but basically, if I'm watching the same thing over again, like, but my question is, do you like the show? It has good points and bad points. But I'm saying, honestly, is for it me, good? The bad outweighs the good sometimes. So it's not as good as so. It was that WCW. WC, back the, the only thing WCW had going for it and how there was New World Order. Everything around outside the New World Order was okay. Was okay. It wasn't great. It was okay. 
The New World Order is what got WCW the ratings. Anything was just okay? Like even like the Cruiserweight stuff and all that stuff? See, this is before I was really into like that stuff. Yeah. Like now, I enjoy stuff more now than I did back then. I don't know. It's like, like AEW. I'm enjoying AEW. This I don't know. Like now, I'm not enjoying it much as I thought I was going to enjoy it. I know. Yeah, I'll I mean, we, we said this like every week, right? Right. It's to me they for everything we've always complained about with WWE. They've given us the antithesis or a better version of it. Uh, NXT has, for the most part, become that seventh hour of WWE viewing. You know. Seven, yeah, one, two, three, four, yeah, six, seven, yeah, six, seven. So it's there, the, like the seventh hour, you know, with a lot of the gimmick stuff, a lot of this weird booking with no psychology in mind, you know, and nothing for me to latch on to. Great matches for the most part, and actually, like, does these things where I'm like, I'll see them happen. I'm like, holy shit, I gotta keep an eye on this. You know, like the Thatcher stuff with right. Tyler Rust and all that stuff. I'm like, keep an eye on this. Or Jake Atlas and uh, Champa when Champa came back and just destroyed Atlas. Right. And I'm and I, I criticized that badly. I was like, what the fuck did he had to do that to Atlas? And then later on, we got to pay off about it. You know, because Atlas came back and Champa, and they had a match with Champa. Atlas still lost, but it was, it was like some payoff to a storyline. You know, and AW is is that squared? You know. Is it like they do things here and then there's payoff over here, you know? And that's why I love AEW. Okay. It's not always perfect. Of course not. You know, and I'll call it out when I don't like it. But, like Abaddon and other shit. Um, but, yeah. It's, it's, I just feel like it's a better show. That's what this show's all about. Us debating which show is better. Yeah, and just listening to the right opinion, which is mine. Or mine. <laughs> or mine. Mostly mine. Or mine. Uh, <laughs> or mine. <laughs> And uh, but again, don't forget we're just two full shooting on wrestling. Two we're not dopes. pros. We're two dopes. I couldn't think of the right word. Two dopes shooting we on wrestling. We don't know. We don't have any inside information. Yeah, no inside. The, the only opinion. inside information we get is from the people who have the inside information, like Meltzer. And shit like always remember, these are opinions. Yeah. Opinions are like assholes. Yeah, everybody's and, got one. And mine is right, <laughs> or mine. <laughs> and uh, listen, listen. All I know is. Most people agree with me. <laughs> I, well, look. I'm fucking see, see, a lot of people do, but a lot of people do prefer. The problem is, if you follow social media, a lot of people are like, oh, WWE sucks, AEW rules. Okay, but are you talking about Raw SmackDown WWE or you talking about NXT WWE? Because there is a difference. You can't. Raw SmackDown, we'll say, we'll say Raw, that's, that's like the marquee show. Mm-hmm. Raw is not a better show than NXT. Not, no, no, no way. NXT is the best thing that WWE right. has. So you're saying AEW is better than WWE, okay, but is it better than Raw? Are you, are you talking about WWE Raw or are you talking about WWE NXT? Who, me? Two, no, I'm saying social media. We follow social media. Because so, there's two different conversations to be had. Yeah. Now, which WWE are we talking about? Well, I think most people online are talking about NXT versus AEW. Because that you know it's the Wednesday War shit, you know. I think that's the conversation that they're having. Mostly, I think it's that's what it is. Um, otherwise, they wouldn't be talking about it. Um, and I think a lot of people don't watch NXT because they have a hatred of WWE, and they don't want to. They don't want to give WWE the views, 
even if, even if they like, the, even if the match of the NXT intrigue them, they won't watch it just because they don't like this because they have a bitter hatred for WWE. Well, I think that has a lot to do with that's NXT and WWE's job is to get them to come back. But WWE yeah. has, has done so much bad stuff to wrestling, like some of the such crap on Raw and SmackDown over the years. Yeah, that's the they they again, they did that to themselves. Yeah. They did it to themselves. Yeah, it's I their job to get them. That's why it's AEW's job to get viewers. You know, and right now they're doing it. It's gonna wave down, I'm sure, but then they'll they'll wave up again. You know, and it's gonna be like that. Um, NXT needs to do something. They're stuck in the mud. And I don't know, yeah, what else they can do. I'm I'm curious about New Year's Evil. They they WWE needs to start promoting mm-hmm. NXT more as a brand. Yeah, uh, who's who's who can make a difference down there? Yeah, will they put Kevin Owens down there to 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 build? Because that'll bring people over. You know, viewers from Raw and SmackDown will follow. Right, Kevin Owens. I wouldn't mind Kevin Owens down there. You know what? Bring bring Ricochet back. Ricochet, Ricochet. had a big presence on Raw and SmackDown for a while. But yeah, he was a Raw star. He, but I don't think people would follow him. You know? I think they he would. wasn't a star. He was a jobber. He was a jobber. No one cares about him. But Kevin Owens, people follow him. You know, he has a big presence there. He's going against Roman. You know? You know, people people will follow Kevin Owens to NXT. People will follow Raw, uh, Roman to NXT. You know? Um, I think that will put them over if they put Roman on there. Well, I, they will. I don't think they do that because they like Roman as his face of SmackDown, which is where he. Belongs. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not. But I'm saying, I'm not saying what they would do. What I'm they what should I would do, do is move talent around, like somebody like 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 uh, Destin Loomis should be on Raw SmackDown. His character is made for Raw. Put him on Raw. Send somebody from Raw to NXT. Like move people, move pieces around a little bit. Put people where they're the best fit. Like Cameron Grimes is great, but Cameron Grimes should be on like SmackDown or something. The character. Yeah. And take somebody from SmackDown, bring them to NXT, move pieces around a little bit. Put people where they'll be best. Like where there's where they could they could thrive the most. I, I guess. I don't know. But then I don't know. And then we're going into that whole conversation of how developmental NXT really is now, you know, because they got the big guys there like Gargano and Champa, but they kind of just feel like they're just there. But they, the problem with Garg- people like Gargano, Champa, and Priest, Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, like all, all their star, their their big indie stars, yeah. And because WWE always pushed NXT as a developmental brand, when you have the big indie stars at NXT. They're in WWE developmental because they're not they're not good enough for Raw SmackDown. But what I'm saying because Raw because they actually has that reputation. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, the moment they have someone who's big, right, and ready to go to Raw on SmackDown, and because they're not trying to do the, the, the developmental thing and call people up that much anymore, some of these guys just kind of feel stuck now, you know, like Priest. He should have got called up a long time ago, you know, quote unquote called up. You know, or Gargano, regardless of whether it was his choice or not to stay. You know, they get they get him to a point where, uh, all right, what are they gonna do now? You know, and they found they found something for Gargano to do. They found something for Ciampa to do. They'll do though. They have Priest and Cross fighting it out. Which well, is I'm not that- saying they're not doing anything. I'm just saying they're just kind of just floating there. 
Yeah. What well, you, you can say about half the ro- half the wrestlers in all every promotion. A lot of them to go through that period where they're just kind of there, waiting for their next big storyline to come up, but they're still involved in stuff. But I'm saying, like, what, what future do they have for Gargano? You know, they're just they're just there now. You know, you know, maybe they're not building them up for anything else. If Finn ends up back on, around. if Finn ends up back on Raw or SmackDown at some point, we can see Gargano Cole for the NXT belt again. But, the, but right now, they're out the North American champion. Eventually, we probably will see, if Cole doesn't go to Raw SmackDown, we'll see him and Cole again for the title. Yeah, or Gargano and Pete Dunne for the title. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Um, well, let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. <laughs> <All> right, well, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Tired. We just kind of just vamp sometimes. All right, we are out of here. Uh, don't forget... Check the merch store. Check the merch table. Get your votes in for the Smizzies. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. We're not voting, but you guys are. Yeah, it's your, it's the listener's choice. Yes. We'll do our own choices later. Yes. With that. Top guys are out.